Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah. That's me. Nothing extra. Just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks... Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ready? Play. Looks like we've had a little frozen screen there with our play but uh, Jack didn't have any such technical hitches last week he was on the ground in Glasgow for the Billie Jean King Cup just quickly Jack let's just imagine we've got a casual tennis observer what is the Billie Jean King Cup good question yeah well they call themselves the World Cup of of tennis right so I mean it's your the your biggest team event of the year Right at the very end of the year, happens annually. If you know anything about the Davis Cup, which is generally a lot more well publicised at this point in time, it's very similar to that team format. Basically, um, each country has a group of uh, four singles players or so, a few doubles players. They'll play a tie between another country and themselves. They'll play two singles matches and one doubles match. Whoever wins the tie. Whoever wins the, the the two matches out of the three, or the three matches out of the three, wins the tie, and so on. Basically, you have to win group stages, semi-finals, final, um, and it's fairly prestigious. Of course, Billie Jean King, one of the most famous tennis players of all time, is the the namesake, and uh, she was in attendance for each match as well. Okay, cool. Um, did you see yeah. her? Did you brush shoulders with her, Jack? I didn't brush shoulders with her. No, she she was sat down for every match actually, so I could never really get a, a chance to talk to her. No press conferences or anything like that. Just uh a figurehead on the... In did the, she in present the, the trophy? She did, yeah. And she presented the, the jackets as well. Did you see that? No, I didn't, no. No, see, that's not very well publicised either. That's a different story. Basically, jackets that are meant to be quite similar to, you know, the ones you get awarded in. I'm not very good at my golf, John, whatever golf tournament it is. Yeah, go, I think it's the Masters for. when they give a green jacket, yeah. Yes, that's it, exactly. Um, so they wanted a, a sort of female equivalent. And, but it's not... Anyway, side note. Yeah, she was there doing the, the jackets and the trophies. Cool. Uh, Jack and I are here just to give you a sort of a 10-minute rundown <clears throat> on the event. Make sure you check out Jack's YouTube channel. I've got uh, just a little image here. that He interviewed Gil Gross and Pam Shriver last week. Uh, I know you spoke to Pam about the WTA finals. And Gil, what was Gil's chat about? Gil was about uh, Paris Masters. 
Up house mass, of course. Yeah, two huge tournaments happening. So make sure you check out On The Line, um, Jack's YouTube channel. It's also available in podcast form wherever you get that. So check out that for his previous episodes, but also because I think in the next 24 hours or so, he'll be doing a much deeper dive on this Billie Jean King Cup. So, Jack, who won and what happened in the final? Switzerland won overall. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. last year we had... Uh... Switzerland in the final as well. This time they went one step better. Winning for the first time, by the way, with a fairly strong team. That's quite surprising. Uh, The final was Switzerland v Australia. In short, I'll try and keep it fairly summarised, Belinda Bencic was the best player all week, right? She was just amazing. Every single match she stepped up to play. I think she played three singles matches. Pliskova, she was incredible. Pliskova probably played the best set of tennis I've seen from her all year self-professed as well she said the same thing in the semis but bench is just way too good Tom Manovic in the final she absolutely blew her away two and one Tom Manovic could touch her Benchich also played against Leila Fernandez earlier in the week again that was like six love seven five basically Belinda Benchich playing for her country Olympic gold as well Hopman Cup a uh, Hopman Cup uh, champion now winners here but also finalists last year she's incredible and uh, that was the that was the foundation for the Swiss team there were uh, what we call scenes, I think, is the 2022 word, although it may, may even go back as far as 2021, for all I know. But there were scenes afterwards or in the midst of victory. Uh, I know that there were a few drinks that were sunk by the team. I was just listening to the tennis podcast uh, about that. I don't know if you saw any of these drinks flying around or maybe even you, you got in on some of the action, Jack. Poor old Jack didn't get any. Uh, drinks, but I just heard the tennis podcast. That um, were you there for the the press conferences afterwards? No, I wasn't in attendance for them. I had to nip straight back onto court, unfortunately, John, um, for a bit of coaching. But I did uh, hear all about them. I saw the press conference rundown. They all seemed very jolly. I saw social media afterwards, and they looked a little bit uh, worse for wear. So you get the you get the picture. I'm sure they were out somewhere in the back end of uh, Glasgow. And they also um, recreated on court at the time of uh, sealing the victory this iconic um, sort of set of images. I'll just put it up on the screen so we can see it. Um, I mean, that was a, a pretty special moment, right? I mean, these were the scenes really that in particular that I'm referring to. This was a recreation of a, of a Davis Cup moment, am I right, between Federer and Vavrinka? No, I I, th- I think it might have been... Oh, don't... Oh. No, no, it was 2008, right? It was either 2008 when Fed and Vavrenka won the Olympic gold or it was the 2014 win. I think it was the 2008 one, John. I'm pretty sure. I think it was the Olympic gold from 2008. Quite possibly. There's, yes, there's... almost definitely because the 2014 one was clay, 2008 one was in Beijing and 2008, uh, the, the hard court there. So it was definitely from then because I remember Benchic talking about afterwards saying it was, you know, it was a part of their sort of culture growing up the celebration that Federer did to to Stan from that long ago so it's definitely from from uh, 2008 um, but something it, that, that go on go on add I, I just say it's bizarre is, is it like one of them is dead and the other one's like bringing them back to life with magic hands <laughs> yeah I know I, know. <laughs> no, I like it though it's cool <laughs> yeah yeah but anyway that's cool and it was all part of it listen how was the atmosphere We'll, we'll come to Great Britain in a minute. Um, how was the atmosphere during the week, but mostly when, when Great Britain weren't obviously in action because it was held in Glasgow, so plenty of home support when Britain were involved. But how was the atmosphere, say, for, the, for example, for the final? Um, the final was great, actually. The final was, it was pretty stacked. We had uh, 
plenty of fans for for Oz Australia and Switzerland making the noise the whole time, which we needed definitely. You know, music throughout each change of ends and stuff. So final, great semi final, great as well actually. Throughout the week, though, John, pretty middling, I would say. You know, we, we could have done with a lot more people in the stands. But in Glasgow, you just don't have enough of a market to fill up a US v Poland tie, you know, on a Thursday afternoon. So it was pretty dead for, for some of the other matches, for sure. Yeah, right, indeed. So, but anyway, uh, Australia were the losing finalists. Um, tell us a little bit about their week and kind of what went wrong for them, perhaps, in the final. Yeah, Australia were great. In particular, Storm Sanders has got to get a shout out as the player of the the week relative to our ranking of like 232, I think. Something along those lines. Um, Storm, just a great, great aggressor from the the first return ball. Really, really good at stepping in and taking it early. So when Storm is on, she's on, but to you know, by her own admission, when she's when she's not on, she does she tends to miss quite a lot. So I mean this week, the courts were slow enough that, that Storm could see the ball kind of early and uh, put it back to the, the opponent's feet. And she was unstoppable against Van Utvank, Kuzmova. They were all straight sets. And then the semi-final as well, when she beat Heather Watson, that was fairly routine too. All those players, you know, not the highest ranked, I suppose. And, and when Storm did come against Teichman, who's, you know, a top 50 player, that there was a bit of a different story. But uh, Storm still still played great, great tennis throughout the week. And that was the main reason they got to the final for me. Because she also played the doubles, of course, against JB, GB, which turned out to be crucial. Yeah, well, perfect timing and a perfect segue because I want to speak about Team GB. They made it to the semifinals, but it was far from comfortable, was it, en route? It was a bit of a dramatic conclusion to the to the previous phase. Yeah, oh my God. Um, it was a great, great story, actually, how they, how they got there. Basically... I, I, you go all the way back to Tuesday and had Alicia Alicia Barnett and Olivia Nichols not won their doubles against Kazakhstan, and that was a Wimbledon champion and a top twenty player in Dala Nina, who's a number eleven in the world. Then we wouldn't have got to the semi-finals either. So that first doubles tie already turned out to be incredibly crucial. And then you mm-hmm. got to Thursday, had with Spain having won, we knew we had a chance, but slim pickings because we knew we had to win all three matches. Heather Watson comes out and plays an absolutely good, you know clinic against Parisas Diaz against Badosa Harriet Dart probably put on one of the performances of the week that was incredible in straight sets Harriet Dart really showing you know she could be top 50 in the next year for sure and then the doubles was you know Barnett and Nichols again those two were just incredible all week they've been winning matches this year but they've not been winning at the top level so for them to turn up in every single match they played wasn't a given and it was it was just it was so good for everybody to get behind them. Probably one of the moments of the week when they won that that match in straight sets. It was great. Cool. And so dramatically, Britain somehow miraculously make it to the semi-finals. Is it fair to say that the British lineup wasn't the strongest? Emma Raducanu was absent, of course. Um, so in a way that added even extra, you know, intrigue or, or special uh, situation with them making their semis. Do you know, like you look at Australia and the singles match was Tom Janovic. Harry Dart won that. Raducanu would have been there instead, right? Storm Sanders, probably, arguably, definitely, actually, playing better than Tom Janovic all week for me. So even if you had Harry Dart at the second singles pairing, you probably still could have seen a loss there. I don't think you lost a lot by not having Raducanu, is my point. So I, 
Okay. You know, I, I, they did well enough to get to the semis for the first time in 31 years or whatever it was. 1981, I think, was the last time Britain made it to the semis. So we can't complain too much at the, the lineup for sure. Jack, it's been a very brief race through uh, these matches, but I know you're going to be going for a deeper dive. Tell us about your uh, channel and your podcast, which you're going to be coming up, uh, and tell us a little bit more about who you're going to have on. Yeah, so the the match, the podcast episode that's just coming up will feature Claire from Money Musings, a, a fellow a fellow Glaswegian. Uh, so she'll have plenty to say about it. She was in attendance for most of the matches that we talk about. Generally on, on the line, I like to have a little bit of a deeper dive into why players won certain matches. You know, for example, why did Storm Sanders do so well? Why was uh, Switzerland's second player, Victoria Goljevic, so good all week? Stuff like that. And um, just having a deeper dive into analytics and stuff like that, basically. So if you're interested, uh, go check it out. Great, yeah. So make sure I've put a link as well in the in the live chat so you can check out an interview that uh, Jack did last week with Pam Shriver regarding those WTA finals. Listen, Jack, uh, thanks for stopping by for this little um, little brief update uh, on those uh, finals last week. I mean, would you say the tournament was a success? The tournament was a success, I would say. So there was, you know, there was middling crowds at points, but to end on such a high in the last two, three days on the Thursday as well, yeah, it was great. It was really, really great. Good. And Jack, we're going to end on that note. To the rest of the uh, tennis world and to those of you that have been tuning in and will tune in, uh, thanks for stopping by. And uh, Jack, we'll be speaking to you soon. Nice to see you, Jump. Speak soon. Cheers. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you hit that like button. Don't forget to subscribe and click that notification bell so you don't miss out on all things tennis. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.